0: I'm Lauren and I'm Ashley. And this this right here, this is Whispers in the basement. Hey Ashley. What up yo? Man, I'm ready that this week is over. It is yeah. It's I mean, it hasn't been like a bad week. It's just I think as we get closer to the holidays it gets more stressful.
1: Yes, and your mental load and mental to-do list is is mentally
0: checked out. Yes,
1: and you're constantly overthinking. I'll find myself laying in bed, and I'm like, oh, I have A, B, C, D that I need to do.
0: And E, F, (laughs) G, H. Yes. Don't
1: forget it, (laughs) Lauren.
0: I feel that. Sometimes um, when I'm laying in bed... uh, I have squirrel syndrome, so, like, I will be thinking about something, and then it will rabbit hole into something else. Like, yes. there was one night, I, in the middle of, not the middle of the night, but I'd been laying in bed for quite some time, and I think Erin was actually passed out, and I was laying there, just thinking about my whole list of to-do things for the following day, and some random thought came into my head of, I wonder when people started smiling in pictures. Oh my gosh, okay, I
1: think that thing about just basic human function. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder... Did I people just learn
0: to be potty trained? You know, that's such an excellent question. I don't know. That's stuff And I this is about. what leads... This is, like, the whole reason why I was like, let's do this podcast. Because it's random thoughts like that during the most inopportune times that my brain just, like... Mear. And then I yes. had to Google, when did people start smiling in pictures? So, when do they start? They started smiling in pictures, like, um... In like the twenty, like more like the 20s and 30s. Okay. And I was curious as to why. And a lot of it, I mean, it, pictures just took on a different meaning, uh-huh. but it, a lot of it had to do, why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm because it's so funny. No, I'm laughing because I'm thinking
1: that I never looked up when people started <laughs> body training themselves. So I don't have an answer for that. It,
0: well, we'll have to know. But no, I, uh, a lot of it had to do with improved dental Oh, a lot of that people makes didn't sense. smile back in the day because I mean, there's a whole plethora of reasons. One of them was, you know, they thought that photographs stole your soul at one point in time too. But uh, a lot of it had to do with bad dental work, and so, so fluoride
1: was created
0: or radium. Yeah, and now fluoride because radium was also you. found in uh, toothpaste at one point in time. Oh, did That's you know that? You no, know? I did not know that. Yeah, it was, put, it was put in a number of things: toothpaste, hair, hair coloring. You name it. Wow. The price of beauty. Yeah. And then you lost half your jaw because, you know, <laughs> c- cancer.
1: Now the we use world. neurotoxins on our face to not have wrinkles.
0: I don't know what you're saying. It's making me scared and I don't even want to look at it. That's what Botox is. It's well, a I know neurotoxin. That. Yeah. Uh, but I do, speaking of uh, facial care, uh-huh. I listened to a podcast um, last week. It was the dark history behind. Um, oh, was that Bailey'sarians? No, it was the dark history behind. What is that cream? It's right there off the tip of my tongue. What eye cream? Nope. We put moisturizer. It, we use it for wrinkles. Oh,
1: um, retinol.
0: Yes, but it's... Or
1: retin-A or tretinoin. Tretinoin. Yeah, okay. it was
0: the dark history behind tretinoin. Yes. Oh, fascinating, because I use that every single night. Yeah, you should uh, look up how it became a thing and all of the testing on humans that was done. I <laughs> love it. Okay, It yeah, was used in up. the prison system, so... <laughs> fascinating. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah. Cool.
1: Uh, we don't really have a whole lot to talk about this week. No, we had our work a uh, Christmas holiday party that our director threw. Yeah,
0: that was a lot of fun. It was a blast. Ashley had more fun than I did. Those heels were iconic that I wore. They yeah, were she wore green. these. Yeah, and they were
1: beautiful, like pointy toe, big stilettos. Bow.
0: Big bow on the side. Mm-hmm. But dang, did my feet hurt. <laughs> yes. And that's how I know I was, well, there's another number of reasons as to how I know I was that drunk, but that was like the key point of me knowing, like, I'm really drunk, was I took my shoes off, <laughs> I think, as soon as we left the house. Yes, and walked, before we even got off the porch. Yes, and walked through the streets, through the parking lot, through work, got home, down the driveway, and never even felt anything on my feet. <laughs> you were feeling good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was fun, though. It was fun. It's, it's always fun. Time. I always dread
1: going to it at the beginning. Just because I do this for anything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do the same when I like commit to something, not everything, but certain. 95% of the things. Yeah. I have anxiety around like, man, I shouldn't have done that. And then I go and then I'm like, it's not that bad. It wasn't that bad. Correct.
1: Yep. I always enjoy myself and then I beat myself up for dreading the initial. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if you saw our Instagram, you saw some of our (laughs) holiday pictures. Yes. And our director. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. This okay. This makes yours.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, this is the one that I don't know if everybody's really going to be interested in about, but this is my personal Roman empire. Oh, okay. Um, do you know what that trend is?
0: No. Okay, so. Is this a TikTok trend? Yes. I recently re-downloaded TikTok. <gasps> I just. All right. So I'm not going to commit to sending you Yeah, I haven't but, been on it, but when I logged back in. I had so many messages from, like, Hannah, because she would find things and send them to me. Yep. I'm sorry, Hannah. <laughs> I logged out and just never logged back in. But, yeah. So, I haven't gotten back on just yet, but it makes it a little easier to see some of the stuff you sent me.
1: Yes. Um. So, the whole Roman Empire trend was these girls were asking their boyfriends or spouses or partners or whatever how often they think about the Roman Empire and surprisingly, a lot of these guys say that they think about it almost daily. I asked Seth and Seth said he that he never thinks about the Roman Empire, which is fine. Um, so now everybody tries to compare something um, to the equivalent of the Roman Empire that guys think about all the time. So a lot of girls, which I can also agree with this, is being skinny.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's like, what's the hamster that's constantly going? Yes. Okay. Okay. This makes
1: sense. Yes. So the conspiracies and controversies that surround Tegan Gerard and her food blog, Half-Bake Harvest, are my personal Roman empire. Really? Yes. Like,
0: you really think about it that often?
1: I joined Reddit and, well, I've been on Reddit for a long time, but I found this foodie snark on Reddit. And so they've started pointing out a lot of these just issues and things with her and it's just so fascinating to me because she's so popular and she just keeps blowing up i yeah i follow her on instagram
0: her pictures are so because pretty. of her pictures mm-hmm. because they're so aesthetically pleasing
1: yes okay so everything that i'm about to say is alleged and pure speculation from what is posted online okay So, Tegan runs a food blog called Half-Baked Harvest. She's known for aesthetically pleasing food pictures and elevated comfort food. Her Instagram currently has 5.4 million followers.
0: Jealous. Those are goals. Yes. Maybe someday.
1: I think whenever I really was paying attention to her during COVID, it was maybe like 2 or 3 million.
0: So, do you think she is bigger than... The Pioneer Woman? Yeah. I I think she has a
1: a different audience. Her audience is... Younger? Yeah, younger than okay. the Pioneer Woman. Okay. So, Tegan grew up in Ohio and then relocated to Colorado when she was a teenager with her family. She's one of eight siblings whose ages range from 3 to 38.
0: Holy macaroni. Yeah, so the... You cannot even imagine. Youngest two.
1: The youngest is Oslo, and I think that he is a toddler now, and then... But they adopted him. Oh, okay. 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 Yes, so they, they <laughs> the did look on adopt him. my face him. is like, what? Yes, and then the older, the, like, second youngest is Asher, and I think that she's a preteen now. I
0: love that name.
1: Yeah, her family has really cute, like, crunchy names. I love that you call them crunchy. <laughs> What's like,
0: her name again? Uh, Tegan
1: Yeah, and then okay. she has a brother named Red. Yeah, of course. they're cool names. Okay. Yeah. So, Tegan has shared that she found her passion for cooking by helping take over dinner. She stated that her dad would always cook the same dishes over and over, or that dinner would be super late in the evening, and she finally one day decided to use what they had in the house as a challenge to create a great dinner. She still resides um, in Colorado with her family on a kind of a compound, so they all live within the same general area of each other. She has an extravagant studio that kind of looks like a fancy barn. Mm-hmm. And that's what she uses to do all of her cooking and shooting her recipes. I was
0: going to say it looks very cottage esque. It to is, me.
1: but like elevated cottage. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, she
1: graduated high school early with an associate's degree and then moved to LA to attend fashion school, which was cut short due to her being homesick. Um, after college she started half baked harvest on on WordPress where she would document the meals that she would cook. She made a goal to start sharing a recipe every day and to this day she is stuck to this goal with small gaps of breaks naturally.
0: Even her cocktails. They're so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are.
1: And uh, she and they also look so
0: delicious.
1: Yeah, and she also creates like a mocktail version. Of those,
0: again, on is recipe. she creating them?
1: Correct. So that's one of the controversies yeah. that we'll get into. Yeah. Tegan and her mom started the blog together. Her mom assists with the background uh, work of the website, and Tegan is the face of the company. Her dad helps with cleaning up at the end of the day when she's done testing and shooting her recipes. Her dad also goes grocery shopping for basically anything that she needs.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. So, Tegan found her niche in plating, food styling, and photography. Her studio is a large barn space that has an open concept. When she posts a new recipe on her blog, you'll see step-by-step pictures along with the instructions. On Instagram, you'll see a tutorial of how to cook the recipe in her stories. During the holidays is when Half-Baked Harvest website gains its most traction. She has about 25 million views a day.
0: Yeah, well, because... Again, the pictures are so, like, they're so holiday-y. Well, and you
1: all you want to do is, when you go to these food, or your family gatherings oh, yeah. and stuff, you want to bring food The and the dish that everybody,
0: everybody, yep, yep, I agree.
1: So every year, Tegan posts a full Thanksgiving menu, and then leading up to Christmas, she's sharing cocktail recipes with mocktail instructions, appetizers, desserts, basically anything just to get you in the holiday mood. I mean, it
0: it does. But then I also get depressed because I'm like, I can't ever make a cocktail that looks like that. (laughs) Yes. Or I make, it's definitely one of those like Instagram versus reality things. Yeah. Mine just looks like junk in the trunk and hers looks beautiful. Well,
1: and she has a whole room in her barn that has just shelves of single, um, different kinds of plates and cups and everything. So she has constant things to change up what she's using in her pictures. It's true. Tegan has shared on her blog and on Instagram that she suffers suffers with anxiety that has stopped her from le- learning how to drive, obtaining a driver's license, and not wanting to travel outside of the U.S. The only time that she has traveled outside of the U.S. is when her brother, Red, competed in the Olympics. He's a gold-winning snowboarder.
0: Boarder. I mean, so, so <laughs> is my brother. Right. Tommy. I mean whose brother is it? he's the next michael phelps in
1: the, in the olympics <laughs> although deegan lives in colorado she often shares how she dislikes the winters there as we go further in on this deep dive you'll see that her blog and instagram are supported by the help of her parents this leads me to believe that she'll never leave colorado as she would lose her support system
0: yeah i get to understand that
1: Which, and I understand her hating the winters there.
0: You get seasonal depression, and Colorado is, like... The winters are so long. Yeah, and it can be bad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ours can be bad, but theirs are bad, bad.
1: Because I think that she lives on a mountain, basically.
0: (laughs) That's not... Maybe she needs to change it up and go to, like, Hawaii. So, on her Instagram, she has posted
1: multiple times that she's looking at living somewhere... For a part of the year, and then coming back. Yes. Okay, that makes She's sense. She's been talking about that for a couple of years, though. So,
0: do you? Okay, I'll hold my questions. For okay. The end. Since half baked harvest
1: blew up, Tegan has created a very loyal fan base and also lots of controversy. A newer Reddit group has recently gained momentum about some of the things that just don't quite match up. Before I dive into this, I do want to say that during COVID, I was a half baked harvest stan. I loved looking at her blog every day to see what beautiful recipes she had posted overnight. As time has passed and just watching her social media, you can see that Tegan wants to get out of the spotlight of cooking and start exploring newer outlets for creativity. She has started posting lots of links to high-end outfits, designer purses, luxury skincare. This has turned off a lot of her followers because... This is no longer relatable.
0: So I was just going to, I I was going to hold this question, but I think I'll ask it now. Do you think that, um, do you think that the situation that's being created is a lot like what happens with child movie stars? Like it's their parents living vicariously through them. And so she, yeah. Do you think her parents kind of make her feel like she has to stick with just this? Because that does have to be frustrating to not be able to like, it's like being a musician. You, mm-hmm. you know, you do this one type of music and everybody loves it and it's so successful. But as an artist and musician, you want to expand your horizon yes. and dabble in other things. And then you get a lot of backlash for it.
1: Yeah. I think it could either be the parents' pressure or I think that it could be what happens to a lot of influencers. You follow influencers in the beginning because you, when especially when they're working a full-time job still. Mm-hmm. They're relatable.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You love
1: seeing that. That's true. And then they quit their full time job to be a full time full time influencer, and they're no longer relatable
0: to you. Yeah, because yes, whenever they say one in particular that I did that really bad with. Yeah,
1: um, and yes, it ends up just kind of burning you out from
0: them because. Yeah, because I'm like I can't just get up at nine o'clock in the morning and no, I have a full time job to work to man. Go to the gym and work two hours and then come home and mm-hmm. and eat my dinner at eleven thirty at night. Yeah, that's <laughs> not relatable for me.
1: No, not at all. Tegan grew her following by creating elevated comfort food, and now she's losing the connection that her with her fan base. She recently has collabed with Sniff, a high end candle company, to create two two signature scents, one for fall and one for winter. The small 8.5 ounce candle retails for $46. The XL 50 ounce candle retails for $129. Okay,
0: so I was just going to say I would buy a candle, but I take that back. There's so. Maybe during like tax season when I allow myself like a little bit of A little minute, treat. Other than that, no.
1: No, and in today's, like, economy, that's just not something people are willing to purchase. Like, normal people. Absolutely. Yes. Middle class.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Recently, Tegan did an interview with New York Times, and let's just say the writer Julia Moskin tore Tegan apart. The interview took a year of negotiations with the representatives that handle all the scheduling for Tegan. When the negotiations uh, were settled, Tegan agreed to cook Julia's choosing from... The Half-Baked Dark Harvest website. So, two recipes from her website. Julia chose the Coke au Vin Blanc meatballs, which are just chicken meatballs with a white wine cream sauce. Interesting. And a coffee-frosted pumpkin spice cake. <laughs>
0: <'Cause> that <laughs> sounds, sounds so good. <laughs> yes. Is that uh, still out
1: there? Because I may try to yeah, make this
0: one. I wonder how many ingredients it has.
1: I don't think it can be that bad.
0: I'll, I'll marinate it.
1: Okay. Um, it's got legs. So upon, <laughs> it's got legs. <laughs> um, upon Julia's rea- re- arrival, she found out that she was not going to get to watch Tegan make either recipe. According to Tegan, the cake takes two days to make. Oh, then according- I'm not
0: making that tomorrow. No,
1: but that's not true because according to Tegan's food blog, Half-Baked Harvest, it takes one hour and 15 minutes to make. So,
0: okay, I'm sorry, keep going.
1: Instead of the recipes, Julia chose, there was already a pot of her staple white chicken on the stove and a salad halfway assembled.
0: So it's almost like, does she do them? Or is she the face? Yes. Okay. So
1: Tegan had finished assembling the salad with Julia there and then began the food styling portion. Throughout the article, Julia points out, Um, The allegations of Tegan stealing recipes, cultural appropriation, body shaming, and racism.
0: Uh, I knew the body shaming. Yes. I heard about this part.
1: The first allegation is that she steals recipes from other food bloggers. Uh, Gabby Dalkin of What's Gabby Cooking and Adriana... I'm probably going to butcher this. Gruvera. um, Adamare I'm butchered you it, but of a cozy <laughs> kitchen have publicly accused Tegan of stealing her recipes. Um, Tegan has also ended up in hot water over mispronouncing dishes from other cultures and misidentifying her creations.
0: I have to say something. Go ahead. This. So I understand. But then again, I don't understand. Like, I understand. I hear I hear a lot of like podcasters just like now just now you you stumbling over the last name um, or even like names of cities and states or the name of a state like everybody has their own pronunciation she's obviously not educated enough in that you know you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's gonna happen absolutely I I guess I understand being like hey girl let me correct you but to tear her apart and I don't know. I just don't understand. I just feel like there's bigger fights to fight. Okay. I so this is my feeling on it. Maybe I'm wrong. You're looking at me like I'm <laughs> no, wrong.
1: You're okay. I just um, have created multiple examples and um, ways that she has been called out
0: for this. Okay, let's this
1: see. is a repeated offense. Okay.
0: Let's. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so she has called tacos with pineapple Hawaiian and noodles with honey and peanut butter Chinese. But the objections have intensified since 2021 when she posted a recipe for pho that was wildly unrelated to the Vietnamese dish. And many longtime fans spoke out about her pattern of disrespecting foods from non-white cultures. She apologized, promising to do more research. Yeah. When it happened again last March... This time with a Bon Me rice bowl, the pushback was so strong that it was covered by NBC News.
0: See, I don't even know what any of that is, and maybe that's why I'm like, it happens, because I'm not educated in it enough either, but I guess I can't... I mean, I can see it both ways. I can see it like, you're claiming to be this really high-profile foodie, yet mm-hmm. you can't even pronounce things or associate words together that go together. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So I see it both ways. I could see it
1: both ways. Well, and whenever you just get called out multiple times, educate yourself before you before you
0: enable, like label some of these. Or you would think with the amount of people around her that somebody would educate themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously she's not probably the one posting these things herself. She's probably got somebody doing it for her. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I know you can afford that.
1: Correct. Yeah. After being called out by NBC's News, Tegan apologized again. Both recipes remain on the website with tweaked titles. Um, I think that this is she is somewhat ignorant about other cultures, but in a sincerely interested way. Said Adrian
0: mm, Nguyen,
1: a a Vietnamese American food expert, who said that she sympathized with the relentless demand for new content and praised. Tegan's work ethic. In an ideal world, her mistakes would inspire people to do more research and less name-calling.
0: That's, that holds some truth.
1: Yes. Just this month, she posted a Thai beef stew sweetened with pomegranate juice, an ingredient traditional in Middle Eastern cooking. So she's just putting words to things with gr- ingredients that just don't traditionally match up. Right. So... Whenever you're saying it's a Thai recipe, but no Thai recipes use pomegranate juice, come up with a better title, at least. Because all you're doing is just making people mad at this I point. I mean,
0: yeah, you should have learned your lesson by now. But also, like, what does it... Have? I know. I Like, everybody small fish. Their, yeah, everybody yeah. has their own little tweaks of yeah, their own type of food. I mean, I guess for her, she's not Thai, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Are, are we gatekeeping... Culture yeah, recipes. I just think, like, there's so there's far bigger things in the world to be right. upset about. But, you know, that's your own battle, so.
1: Yeah. Well, and she's thing. in I'm the public eye, so she's going to get yelled at yes. even more. Yeah. yeah. Another allegation is that she's suffering from an eating disorder. This, I think, is true. I also agree. And not skinny shaming or body shaming her at no. all. She's just very, very frail, and then. She looks. Yes, but she also baits um, people to have these conversations. Uh, do you know who Eugenia Cooney is? Uh-uh. So she was a really popular—I mean, she's still very popular—YouTuber, uh, and she suffers with in- from anorexia, mm-hmm. but she's very like pro Anna. So she is constantly wearing revealing outfits that show off her body. And she looks like a human skeleton, honestly. There's no question that she is suffering with an eating disorder. Right. Um, and so, somebody had commented on one of Tegan's posts. And Tegan had liked the comment. Say- and the comment was saying that she's starting to look like Eugenia Cooney. And Tegan had liked the post. Or the comment. What? Yeah, so, is this what you're wanting? Is you- Are you wanting the attention? Or, you know...
0: True.
1: Yeah. True. So, Tegan recently had begun wearing wearing a very baggy clothing when she makes appearances. Uh, she was in Florida this summer, and she was wearing a full-on sweater.
0: Well, yeah, when you have no, like, meat on your bones, you're constantly cold.
1: Absolutely. She's asked multiple times on her Ask Me Anythings on Instagram how she stays so thin. Her responses are always that she eats fresh vegetables Hikes daily and has good genetics. In her videos where she's cooking, she has multiple burns on her forearms and cuts on her knuckles. So in Reddit, the Reddit group, they state that the cuts on her knuckles can be from forced purging. From, like, using her fingers and, like, her teeth hitting her knuckles. Wow. Yeah. I guess that's a pretty good giveaway. I don't actually know. Um... She also started making multiple spelling errors in her stories and losing track of what she's saying when she's talking, which leads people to believe that she's not getting the calories that her body needs to focus.
0: Yeah, she's probably in a brain fog.
1: Absolutely. This also bothers people because the vegan, the food that Tegan specializes in is full of oils,
0: butters, cheese, etc. Just very
1: high-calorie food.
0: I was going to say, do you remember... Uh I feel like it was an apron back in the day that said, like, don't trust a skinny cook. Yes. I'm not saying, like, uh, again, I'm not saying, like, I'm not body shaming at all because I have no room to talk. But I just, there is something to be said about somebody that is that skinny and just frail looking. Yeah, And them posting these, you know, recipes that are so calorie-dense and them still being that skinny and frail.
1: Well, and even whenever she posts recipe videos and she gets to the end where she takes a bite of the food, she will never post a clip of her actually swallowing the food.
0: Isn't there another... Giada De Laurentiis. She's another one. Yeah. And she's constantly cooking Italian food.
1: Yes, and it always looks so delicious, but she's never eating it. No. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't know. Just speculation things to think about um i do feel like her recipes have kind of fallen off or they're very repeated yeah if you go look at her instagram feed the recipes are very very much just different versions of each other
0: well i mean she's been doing this for how long absolutely i mean since 2012 so i feel like she just needs to travel she just needs to take a break and to get a instead of posting a recipe milk. every single day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we've talked about this. We've talked about this with podcasts that, like, they start to post, you know, they go from once a week to three times a week, and then you're like, well, okay, it's too much. Yeah, and it has your, to burn the quality them out of too. your content
1: is not. Yeah, yeah, it
0: has to burn them the fuck
1: out. Absolutely. Tegan also has full-time employees who have the job of deleting comments from all of her platforms. This means Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and her blog. This is controversial because these employees are deleting anything that is criticizing the recipe or pointing out the flaws. So, this bothers me because, especially if she posts a recipe and somebody says, Hey, I made this to a T and this is not working out. Yes. Nobody else is going to see that. And on her blog where it has the star ratings, that is initially probably what brings me to a recipe is when people are recommending this recipe over and
0: over and over again well it takes you to anything even on Amazon if you're buying something off of Amazon you're looking at the reviews and you're looking at the star rating
1: yeah and you're hoping that all of the positive ones are you see, that you're seeing are yeah real people absolutely and not AI. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. um, another thing that Tegan does with her baking so you know there's a difference with baking here at sea level. Yes. And baking at altitude. Right. So multiple people have asked her in a lot of her baking recipes what the difference would be if they were baking at sea level versus mm-hmm. um, at higher altitude. And she basically just kind of dismisses the comments and she's just like I don't know. Figure it out.
0: Are you serious?
1: Yeah. She's pretty dismissive about it and just kind of like not my issue. But you're a recipe tester so y-
0: I mean at least point somebody to like that. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know. Not no, my job. Not my job. But yep. it is your job as an influencer, man. Like t- help yep. me. Yeah.
1: Obviously the straight up hate comments should be deleted, but I mean, you know, just all of the critiques or feedback. Yes. I was gonna stay. say if it
0: is bullying and it's hate, yes take it off. Absolutely. If it's a opinion That's out of like, you know, you're, you're being nice about it, Mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a differing opinion or it's a review or critique, leave it. Like everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean it's wrong. No.
1: Or if somebody even tried the recipe and said, Hey, I added X, Y, and Z to this and that really elevated it or something. Yeah. Leave that there. Because sometimes people just want to be adventurous or help other people out. Yeah. Um, There is speculation that she really isn't testing these recipes, that she's just kind of making them out, like, up on the fly, which would make sense because of the volume of recipes that are coming out. I know that with creating cookbooks, which she does have multiple cookbooks, you have to test the recipes an X amount of Of times. Yeah. Just to ensure that they're going to be actual recipes yeah 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 Yeah. and because
0: you have a publisher
1: backing you up
0: absolutely well and that would make sense as to why um her stuff now on instagram is just a small tweak of what was there before Mm because if she's just you know
1: creating the same thing over and over with just a little change yeah
0: one other thing
1: yeah regardless of the endless controversy that tegan finds herself in she's staying in the headlines and keeps growing in popularity she's recently started filming segments with multiple news channels as well
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. I know. You, go you. I mean, yeah, she's I mean, she's created a name for herself and a legacy. I just think that she needs to just take a step back and find who she is. Right. Because she's not even dated dated anybody, I don't think. I was
0: going to ask you if she's married. Mm-hmm.
1: Not married, has no kids. How she's, old is she? I think she's my age. I think she was born in 1993, so she's 30-ish. Well, I
0: guess, I mean... She looks a lot older than that, though, because of her absolutely, state yeah. Matter. Dang,
1: I know. I don't know. I just think it's unreal to me, though, that there's this much contro- controversy about her. And not that I feel like all of it is justified, but you're a public figure, so try to help yourself out just a little
0: bit because the the keyboard warriors are out to get you for oh, yeah. everything, and you're never perfect. No, you're not. That's like the beauty of being a human. Nobody is perfect. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we all focus in on the, you have to be perfect, but there you it's there's beauty and imperfections. But still, like, yeah, when you are at that level, you are kind of held to a different standard. Well, so. especially because she has such a massive platform with
1: no traditional food yes. training. Yes. So I think that a lot of chefs kind of have a bad taste in their mouth because they put in the work. Yeah. And not that she hasn't put in the work. Or doesn't deserve this. Well, but she just, like,
0: fell into it. it absolutely. It just happened for her. Where somebody else, I could understand being jealous because you've, like, you've done what you can to set yourself up. And for her, it just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. I do, I get that. Dang. I know. That's a good one.
1: I thought it was pretty fascinating. It, this is just my personal Roman Empire. and it's I was really
0: sad, though.
1: It's very sad. Especially because she just, there's so much
0: potential there. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree. I can agree. Well, next week's mine. Do you know what you're doing yet? I think so. I have a book that's supposed to be delivered today.
1: Oh, perfect. So you'll have to be reading
0: this weekend. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I don't know. I may not do that. I may do something else. I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be either way. It's going to be a good one because we're awesome. Absolutely. I so. have faith that it will be fantastic and interesting yeah what is next week is next week the week before Christmas mm-hmm no it's not yeah
1: it is I think it's gonna be the 17th next week and then
0: we have one more week mm-hmm so it's two weeks yeah don't scare I guess we like that
1: well I guess Christmas is on a what Monday. Monday
0: yeah yeah I don't have all of my shopping done so
1: I uh, bought the last things today on Amazon so
0: Yep, I have not. Um, I actually <laughs> looked at my bank account and thought I had more money in there, and then I was like, no, let's... this
1: is why I should stay off of QVC. That is why you should stay off of QVC. i got to block that channel. You really do. I don't know if there's a way to do that, but there's parental not. control's on QVC
0: there's for sure. There's not. <laughs> got a good deal today, though. <laughs> what did you buy today? I bought lip stuff. Perfect. Tartless lip stuff. Oh, okay, perfect. It was so was there's like 10 of them in there oh yeah it all was right. like 50 bucks that's not bad no it's not bad so I see, mean and here's what I was thinking mm-hmm. like, I could take a couple out and give them to some <laughs> people for Christmas oh that's actually such Maybe. a those are stalker stocking stuffers yeah they'll yeah. stock my stuff they'll stuff my stocking
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, uh, that's okay. what she said
0: that is what she said <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that okay. pretty much wraps up today's episode you can find us at spotify
0: what's the other one youtube,
1: YouTube <laughs> amazon music patreon and podbean we'll see you next week but in the meantime
0: stay strange my friends